Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. If you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get him on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, my hey. guy? How we doing? Hey. Doing well, Matthew. Yourself? They call me the Matt DeLorean. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. I think he would have been a good Mandalorian. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, the Texan, the Western feel. Yeah. it's The, the whole Old West vibe in Boba Fett and the Mandalorian is so strong. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. That would have been dope, actually. I could totally see him. I mean, he, most of the time, he leaves the mask on anyway. So it would just be... But the voice, you would ne- there's, there's no mistaking that yeah. it would be him. Like... We don't have that, but we need you to help us with this. And then... We can give you what you need to go where you need right. to go. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's get it done, man. Let's do it. So it's interesting that you bring up the Mandalorian. Yes, sir. Because uh, today we are going to talk about the, oh, look at that. Savage is cuddling with his baby Grogu as we get ready to dig in on what we have affectionately called Mandofet. Or the Bobalorian. <laughs> because clearly the last... Because we've already talked about episodes one through four. No, one through five. Right? No. Yeah, yeah one through four. So today we're going to be discussing five, six, and seven. Which... Five and six almost have no Boba Fett. Five and six were and are Mandalorian episodes. They took two episodes of the Boba Fett show to push the story and the narrative of the Mandalorian forward before heading into season is it three season three of the Mandalorian. So we move so we know what we learn. We learn exactly what Mando's doing, what his next mission is going to be. 
and where he's at and where he's headed and now what he's going to be what he, what he's shooting for and going for. We learn that all. There is literally, I think, I think in episode five you don't see Boba Fett at all. In episode six he pops up for a second, and then obviously in seven he's back. But as much as I and I and I enjoyed the Boba Fett show, I'm not going to knock the Boba Fett show. I like the flashback stuff better than the actual present day stuff. I liked his backstory and learning where he'd been and how he'd gotten to that point. And what it felt like to me is when that part wrapped up, they ran out of steam. I just don't think they really knew where to go. It was like, okay, I want to run this town. I want to be the big head mob boss gangster, basically. He's like basically the crime. He's basically Tatooine's crime overlord. Like all the factions have to bow down to him. Everything should come through him. They don't want that. So he needs to gather an army to stop them. So after they told the backstory and how he got to that point, it felt like they didn't kind of, they're like, what What do we do now? Well, he needs people to fight so we can go get the Mandalorian and we'll just have a couple episodes be about all about the Mandalorian. They were literally, there was no Boba Fett. Boba Fett had nothing to do with episodes five. And I'm not going to, and that's not a complaint because do you want to know what my favorite episodes were of the Boba Fett show? Please tell me. Five, six, and seven. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those were the best episodes, hands down. Anybody who says otherwise, I, I mean, hey, I, I respect your opinion, but uh, what's, what's the, what do your, what, what is it? Wrong, right? Wrong. Yeah, exactly. That was the savage wrong. We need a button with that, I think. Wrong. But I, I just, man, I, um, I was very happy. It just made me really, it's the happiest I'd been watching the show. I think, I, I just feel the Mandalorian is such a well-molded, well-created character. We've had two seasons to fall in love with him. And they push the narrative forward and what they did with this character and where we can clearly see now where he's going was just awesome, man. I, I I was so happy to see it. And the way they wrapped up Boba Fett, I thought it was nicely done. I saw a lot of complaints online. I saw a lot of people that didn't like um, how they treated Boba Fett and wanted it to be done differently. I am not a ride-or-die hardcore Star Wars fanatic. I wasn't chomping at the bit for a, more Boba Fett. Like, after Star Wars 4, 5, and 6, I wasn't going, man, you know what I need in my life? A Boba Fett show. I wasn't doing that. I'm way more excited for Kenobi because that's from my Star Wars. Like, Boba Fett's in my Star Wars, but he was such a small part of the bigger picture that I wasn't looking to learn more about him. We got backstory, and I thought it was cool, but when they brought Mando in, the show just ramped up to another level, man. And uh, I'll let you go in because you were holding Grogu. <laughs> Spoilers, everybody. If you haven't watched episodes five, six, and seven of The Mandalorian, we're getting ready to spoil it. So stop it. Turn on Disney Plus. Do that shit. And then come back and listen because it's it's amazing. I It's been weeks, man. That's on you. Yeah. No, good point. Good point. I told uh, my supervisor at work hasn't got into Boba Fett because he hadn't heard a lot of great things. And I said, dude, if nothing else, you're not missing that much. Just five, six, and seven. Just start it at five. Because it doesn't even really. All you need to know is Boba Fett's a crime lord, and he and he's and he's got to fight off the rival gangs, and he's going to get help, 
and start episode five. That's really all you, the backstory is great, but you don't have to have the backstory to know that. If you just know that and you turn on episode five, you'll be pretty good to go. Like you, 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 you might be a little confused at a couple little things, but for the most part, you'll be pretty solid. Like I said, yeah, man, if for nothing else, just turn it on at five and enjoy. Just they, they gave the fan service in those last three episodes. They just gave us what we wanted. And I know that they especially gave you what you wanted as you held your baby Grogu. <clears throat> well, I, I, I'll tell you this, like you were very worried, man, that we weren't going to see that little guy again. You were concerned. Be honest. It's okay. But I told you I wasn't going to watch. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. So fuck this. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a, if you know me. I do. You know, I, uh, okay. Like I'm, uh, I have certain, like, I don't like, if you will. Uh-huh. Somebody was like, yo, describe Savage. Well, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. <laughs> right? Right. But. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little soft spot for something. Yes. Right? Yes. For example, Mercy. Yes. Right? Yeah, you love your dog. I love my dog more than I love. As you should. All, every human on the planet. Right. I protect my dog over any anybody else in the world. Right. That's just the way it is. Sorry. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, Obi, look, I hope that you let me drown to save Obi. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, right, he's gonna be heavy if he's wet. Though, yeah, it could be dangerous. Yeah, I'm not that great of a swimmer. And anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, one of the things that I absolutely uh, fell in love with and uh, was emotionally connected to is Grogu, Baby yeah. Yoda, the child. Yeah. Right. I'm here to see the baby. Yeah, I know it's so good, man. It was and, so and, well done. And, and and the relationship with Mando and 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 Grogu and and. Just the whole thing, man. I, 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 and we've talked about this. How I wasn't uh, like I love the original Star Wars, but everything right. after that, it was just kind of. I, I just Star Wars is just kind of whatever. It was yeah. just another thing. Like, I agree. It, I wasn't a. Yeah. I wasn't invested. I still. That's like, why we bring in experts when we really want to dig in on Star Wars, right? right? Yeah, you know, because people like oh, you nasty are right. into the culture, right? They he, he watches all of the, you know, order oh, sixty six. I did call you an expert. I just want you to make sure you heard that expert Star Wars fan. Oh, you nasty! That's right, expert. The oh, expert. He, so he's an expert. Yes. Oh hell yeah! That's right. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, it, for me, like when Mandalorian, I when we talked about this when we reviewed back two years plus years ago when we the yeah. first time Mandalorian came out. Yeah, I was, I didn't care about the Star Wars Disney Plus stuff. Right, I didn't. Yeah. I was all about the Marvel stuff. Right, that's it. Yeah, I didn't care about the Star Wars stuff. I was like, whatever. And then we saw that first trailer for the Mandalorian, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. Yes, yeah, right, absolutely. And then we watched it, and we we're like, shit. This is amazing. Yeah, like this is this is bringing Star Wars back. It's yeah. got the Western vibe. It's got the the writing's fantastic. So good. It looks good. Like yeah, right. And so I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I, I've been sucked into the story because I felt like we're getting back to the original Star Wars stuff. Yes, the stories that were written, not whatever the hell came from. You know, after the first three episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I agree completely. And I really like how um, how they um, how they've incorporated the stuff, right? So, and I think it's a good combination of new material uh -huh. and stories, yeah, and 
like insanely written with enough of the things that we all loved as a kid like even if it's seeing a character or a type yes. of character or a whatever you know what i mean yeah we talked about it uh the last time we recorded or the last time we talked about boba fett and the mandalorian was oh look i recognize that robot or look, that alien over there sitting at the bar looks just like the alien from Return of right. the Jedi. That means there's more of them. Or did you just see that speeder that went by? That was just like Luke's speeder. Like all those little right. details that they pay attention to to make sure to, and, and I said earlier, fan service, to give us the fans those those feel good vibes and those like, oh yeah, that's it, man, to make you feel like a kid again. They're doing that in spades. They're knocking it out of the park. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been it's been something that has been uh, brought me back mm -hmm. to the Star Wars stuff. Right. right? It is, uh, and I love leaning on OU Nasty. Sure. Because he's got the knowledge, and and there's some things that I don't understand or aren't like I'll, I'll be like that kind of looks familiar, and he'll be like, oh yeah, remember this, 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 and this happened, that's from this, yeah. and I'll be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, or whatever. Call he's, the expert. Yeah, because he's, you know, because he's because he's in the culture, he loves it. Right. And I love that he loves it. So, like, for me, like, when we when we got to, I, I was really enjoying the Boba Fett stuff, I yeah. was. The oh, whole yeah. story, like, <laughs> we talked about it when we talked about the first episodes that we reviewed. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't, I didn't feel like, oh, they weren't giving me enough. I didn't feel like, oh, it wasn't like I, the, I, I want to be entertained. Yeah. yeah, Right. And it's still, you know, uh, Favreau and Filoni and yeah, yeah, yeah. whoever writing all these things. And it's, a, it, and it's, it's created, like, I don't know what you want to call it, but like Boba Fett Mandalorian is created in this, uh, in this, um, you want to call it a Western world. You yeah. want to call it a whatever, however you want to de describe how they're being filmed. Yeah, I love it. It's an aesthetic to the whatever back. whatever that is. It's a throwback to the old like Clint Eastwood, like the good and the bad and the ugly, like where the two guys have the showdown out in the middle of the town and they just stare at each other down and the music gets very dramatic and you're just waiting for one of them to draw down on the other one and take take each other out. You know, like it's got that. They call it a spaghetti western, which probably isn't an okay terminology nowadays. But I'm Italian, so I'm gonna let it slide. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it's okay because I'm Italian. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's got that whole vibe, that whole aesthetic, and it's so well. And they couldn't have picked a better planet for it to take place on. Tatooine is just all sand and all dirt. It's just a giant desert. So if you're gonna give it that old west vibe, that wouldn't have worked on like an ice planet or on Hoth. You know, Hoth is the ice planet, or on Endor where it's all green and luscious with trees and mountains mm -hmm. it had to happen right there on tatooine in that way but i just um i agree i i enjoyed the boba fett show i wasn't anti-boba fett show i just appreciated the backstory a lot more than the than the other story i felt like it just felt like it ran out of steam which is why they brought mando in i don't think they could have done much i don't think they i don't know what they would have done with five six and seven if they hadn't have recruited the mandalorian well here's my guess yeah okay they knew. Uh huh. It, it's like this. They knew Mando and Grogu are the stars. Right. They knew that. Yeah. I'm guessing Boba Fett is going to play some type of major role in either season three or season four of, of something coming up. Of Mando. Right? Yeah, I agree. And we had to do this to understand. The whole process of why we're where we're at right like we can't like you can't just be like 
especially with Star Wars people. Yeah. Like, if they don't do this, and all of a sudden, Boba, like, when Boba Fett just kind of showed up out of nowhere, right, people lost their mind in season two, right? Oh, absolutely. Boba Fett has a massive following of people that love him, right? So, we had to do this to figure out, like, I, I, it's one of those things where I don't know, like, I liked it. I liked the backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked a little bit of I, the Sarlacc pit and all that stuff and going back to that. Like, yeah, I yeah. loved it. But I feel like there's a reason we don't know yet. Yeah. Why we, that I don't mean this in a bad way, had to watch what we watched. Yeah, sure. Had to I get agree. where we're at. Yeah, because, you know, it's funny. Boba Fett has that whole massive war to secure his spot as the the Danio, is that what they call it? Uh -huh. The the crime lord overseer, the 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 head of the crime bosses, the head of the crime mob basically. I like crime lord overseer. Yeah, hey, whatever you want to call his job. He's the main guy that run that all the criminals have to run through and make sure everything's okay. He fought for that position, wins the war, and then at the end he goes, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore." <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> I just die and like, and she and Fennec goes, if not us, then who? And that's when they pan to the uh, the cyborg kids, the part robotic kids, and the and and the Wookie, um, the gladiator Wookie. She throws him an apple and he eats that or pear or whatever, and he eats it and they laugh a little bit. But they go through all that just to say, you know what? I think we've done our job here. Almost like they're gonna move on. Like, and that's how, and I 100% agree, that moving on, they will connect pass with the Mandalorian again. If they don't, I'll be absolutely shocked. Because I think they've got to return the favor now, right? Here came Mando and took took over two and a half episodes of their show. I bet you we get Boba Fett. It's going to happen in, in the Mandalorian where Boba Fett, you're going to learn what Boba Fett's up to, where they're at now, what they're doing. Because I really got the vibe in that end one that they weren't staying there to continue to do that job. So here's a, I had a couple things I definitely wanted to talk about uh, yeah. in the last couple episodes of uh, uh, Boba, Do Boba DeLorean. Yes, that's right. The Mando Fett, Boba DeLorean. Yeah. I like it. Um, first and foremost, I... Um, the cyborg kids, I fucking hated. Yeah. I thought they were terrible. Yeah. I just, I just, I just, I didn't know why they were in there. I don't know what the fit was. I don't know. Like, it just, like, if they were like, kind of like, when they started, like, they were just like these homeless kind of street thugs, yeah. right? And whatever, like, they were like getting punked by the the guy that was overcharging them for whatever. Yeah, there was basically an old man who was like, you got to get rid of these kids are out here causing trouble. And then Boba Fett went out there and went, no, these kids are just trying to get water and food for their people. I'm going to hire them. Yeah. It was, a, it was a way to make Boba Fett look like a good guy. And I was like, fine with that. Like, yeah, fine, yeah. come work for me. Because that's, honestly, that's something I'd yeah. do. What's your problem? All right, well, you work for me now. Right. Right, I'm going to give you guys a purpose. Right. And, and they were cool. And honestly, they didn't bug me at all. At all. Until the final episode where they were riding around on the gay ass fucking uh, land speeder things, the, like speeder bikes. No, they yeah. were like Vespas, yeah. dude. They yeah. were terrible. Like, yeah. I, I get, and they were like oddly colored. And Everybody like, made fun of the scene where one of them, uh, when they're fighting, they're on the run and they're shooting to defend themselves as they're retreating. And the one dude does like a 360 spin. 
a really dramatic slow-mo where his coattails are blowing and he turns around and goes into a kneel and starts blasting his laser. That got so obliterated on the internet. Like everybody was fucking with that. Like, like that was awful. Like I saw so much of that. And, and the funny part is, and I, and I, and I saw all those things too. Yeah. The other thing too is, is like people see what they want to see, right? Yes. Earlier in that episode, Boba Fett spun or meant a Mandalorian spun around to shoot somebody on the backside of yeah, him yeah. too. Like, yeah. But it's Mando, it's fine. Yeah, but that one wasn't in slow-mo and so dramatic. They really right. made it a point for you to go like it was slow-mo, like we're gonna make this guy I'm seem back. We're making this dude seem we're gonna try to make this guy cooler because we're having an issue with this. They it's like they knew kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. So so I, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, it was um, just okay. Uh uh, so did, did I talk to you about who the mechanic lady reminds me of? Uh, refresh my memory. I think you did, but I don't remember right now. I get out. a hardcore Carla Tortelli. Vibe. Yes, we did talk about was that, that on the show. Years. Yeah, we, okay. I think we did. Yeah. Okay. So then we talked about episode five then. Yeah, we so did. We, we talked about him building the ship, which right, was amazing. Right. And then going out for a joy ride. Right. I got to give it up. I watched Kevin Smith and uh, Mark Bernard and they do a show called Fat Man Beyond. And they talked about that episode. And Mark Bernardin goes, you know why they hollowed out the droid, right? Is they We know Mandalorian doesn't like robots. He doesn't want to work with robots. But he goes, you know who's going to ride in that cockpit. You know who they made that for. They hollowed that out and took the droid out. So that's where he's like, that's where Baby Yoda's going to go. Grogu's going to ride shotgun with him. Well, that was the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of point. Like, I, 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 had, I had thought about this. Yeah. And then, oh, you nasty... Because he's an expert. Yeah, the expert. Yeah. Calling the expert. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. Um, <laughs> is that, who's the, you know, that Yeah. Grogu would have been the first Jedi uh-huh. that Luke trained. Correct. He was S- building the temple. Story for, yeah. says that that's not the first Jedi that Luke trained was who? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, Grogu. It wasn't Grogu, though. Right? No, clearly. So, that, he so, left. so yeah. I knew. Well, before before yeah. he left, I. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. On top of that, I saw the, uh, I saw the, um, the the droid thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing when yeah, we were yeah, watching yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I know who would fit there. This guy. Yes. Right. Baby Grogu. I like. I so, love that the <clears throat> mechanic lady was like Grogu. I ain't calling you that. Like, well, that that was what I was yeah, gonna yeah, say, and I don't know. Remember if we talked about that? Yeah. I loved that she was like Grogu. That's a stupid name. Yeah, Who would call you that? Yeah, yeah. No, we like didn't basically acknowledge what everybody in the world is like. Yeah. Ah, I'm gonna call Baby Yoda or the yeah, child. Yeah. I don't like Grogu. No, yeah, no, we didn't discuss that. Part uh, uh, of it. So, so that was another fair part. And then, um, obviously, I, I like the entire. Uh, the other thing that I thought was great um, was uh, whatever you call the uh, the the basically like the. The personal assistant that yes. uh, that yeah. that of the mayor that yes. they took over, yeah. right? And then, like, yeah. of course, like a natural snake, he was like, "I'll work for you, Mister Boba yes. Fett. Like, yeah, let absolutely. me go speak on your behalf." Like, you know, he yeah. was in survival mode at that point, so he didn't yeah. get killed, right? He like make him an offer. He's like, "All right, here's my offer," and he goes out to read it, right? Yeah. And then uh, that's great scene. Because one of the things that that I had thought too, I was like, "Dude, these guys could fly in the air. They can do all these things. Why yeah. aren't they doing that?" You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. like these guys aren't that impressive. Like coming to kill them. Like there's a lot of them, but right, yeah. So he goes out there, he does, and then all of a sudden they fly up in the air and they're shooting and like action scene, great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really liked that part. That yeah. especially when he was like, uh, "What does it say?" 
Uh, my offer is absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty like, much. It's like, um, so maybe let me hear your offer first. Yeah. Like, I, I was, yeah, that was a great scene. That was one of the best scenes yeah. in that episode. Like, yeah, that was really, really strong. There was just a, a lot. Great actor. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're able to pull off little bitch that well, yeah, he just just nailing um, it. He played a total dirtbag, and he, yeah. he did absolutely yeah. knock it out of the park. And uh, my favorite, one of my favorite things about um that episode. And I talked to uh, OYN, if you will, about this. Oh, you nasty. Uh, is that when Grogu came out, like, he was very limited in his Jedi stuff. Right. Right? Yeah. Or his Force stuff, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right? He didn't come out and just be like, crush the crush the thing. Yeah. Right? Hey, I know that I didn't do my training, but uh, I just destroyed this thing. It's yeah. all good. Right? right? It was very little, just enough to help. That the moment where he's focusing and focusing and looking at the robot and it's about to kill Mando and he's so focused and you think he's going to crush the robot. You think that or the robot's going to go flying and all that happens is a bolt pops off and its leg flips out from under. Right. Yeah. He knows perfect. what he could do, like yeah. just enough to help. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not like just like. It was perfect. Yeah, Luke could have just been like, threw yeah. that thing off a wall and it destroyed it. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm a fucking Jedi, bitch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like, Grogu's not there. No. So just he pulled the bolt, and I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, right? yeah. And then um, at the end with the, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking out. What's the animal? Uh, the the uh, you, the big one that he yeah, rode yeah. on that yeah, yeah. that that Boba Fett rode on in the uh, that's yeah. the uh, Rancor. Yeah. So so uh, and then um. I really liked how with the rancor. Yeah. Right. He was able to put it to sleep. Yeah. Right. And Calm that was it a, down. And then well, he laid right down next to yeah, it. Yeah. He was. He was out. He was yeah, done. Yeah. Which, of course, for me, mm, yeah. so adorable, right? Uh, but, adorbs. Right. Totes adorbs, man. <laughs> Classic grogs. Classic grogs. Um, but uh, it goes back to remember when Mando was getting charged by uh, the rhino. Yes. Right. And, and he, he held it up. He held it up, yeah. right? Like because. But he has, and it a, wiped him out. Uh, so, like, and I was talking to um, our resident expert about that, and he was telling me that one of the Jedi traits that not every Jedi hat is a uh, is a, a bestial um, connection. Oh, gotcha. So that's you. probably what Grogu has. Uh, he connects with beasts so that he can, you know, like he calmed the the rancor down, got him to go to sleep, or her. I don't know. I don't know what their pronouns are. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't want. I don't know if there's transgender rank. I did love the fact that after Bobu was off of it and he got spooked, that it became like almost like a King Kong, like Godzilla, like it was climbing on the building and scaring people and it was going violent. It wasn't just all of a sudden their friend. Right. I liked the fact that once, because him and Boba had that connection, right? He was the first one he made eye contact with that he loved and would listen to. But when he got loose and got spooked, then it was like, oh, my God, Not now we just fought these guys off. Now we got this monster that we got to fight off. And then Grogu saves the day, which I just thought was brilliant. But I was wondering, did you talk to OU Nasty about, um, do you remember when Luke helps Grogu remember where he came from? He puts his hands on him, and then Grogu has a flashback yeah. of what looks like being shot at like mm -hmm. it looks like is it stormtroopers coming in and shooting at him and killing people around him i was that from revenge of the sith when uh, order 66 that was order 66 yeah so grogu was there in the revenge of the sith when order 66 was executed and all the jedi were supposed to be taken out i believe that is is um 
That's I, what that, I've picked up on. That's what I thought, but I'm also like, he's a baby. I mean, how long do they stay babies? That was a long time ago. Like, you know what I mean? I know Yoda lived to be like, 800 years old or whatever. Like, they right. live a long time, and I get that. So they stay babies longer. But that's going from, you know, you're talking about, like, that would be the span of, like, I don't know, 40 years or something like that to go from Revenge of the Sith to uh, Boba Fett takes place after Return of the Jedi. So... In Revenge of the Sith, Luke was a baby. So if he's now in his 30s during this, then you 30 some odd years later, uh, Grogu was there. So obviously probably much tinier and much more immobile at that point, but clearly meant to be a Jedi if he was there, right? Because he's there with all the Jedis when Order 66 was executed. It'll be interesting. I hope we get the story of how he got away from that and where he went. Like, I hope we get some backstory like we got for Boba Fett. It'd be interesting to know how he got away from that and wasn't killed. Because clearly in Mando, they're looking for him. They know there's a Jedi out there and they want <laughs> so to track says, him down. So it says, when Grogu's Order 66 flashbacks begin in the Book of Boba Fett episode, viewers get to see the three Jedi who died protecting Baby Yoda from an army of clone troopers. The show doesn't directly identify any of the three Jedi. If it... Even if it provides a few clues about their possible identities. The main Jedi protecting Grogu is a human man with long blonde hair and a green lightsaber. There are other two two other Jedi who appear to be human or humanoid, but the other details about their appearance are concealed by the Jedi robes. One of them has right. a blue lightsaber, the other has a green lightsaber. The three Jedi put up a fight but are eventually overwhelmed and killed by clones a part of Order 66. The Book of Boba Fett doesn't create these Jedi with any specific characters from the franchise established canon, leaving their identities a fairly big mystery. Yeah. Various canon materials have done a great job of showing which Jedi survived Order 66 and who's, who died. Those who were confirmed to die at the Je Jedi Temple or during Order 66 have all had their deaths shown and explained. And Boba Fett's three Jedis aren't a match. However, there's still a long list of Jedis who appeared before Order 66 whose fates aren't confirmed. Future content may reveal that these three Jedis are smaller characters previously featured in a movie show, comic, book, or video game, but they could easily just be brand new characters created for Grogu's origin story. Gotcha, yeah. So I'm hoping we get more of that story because I just, it was so great. We got Grogu back. We got Luke. We got uh, Ahsoka showed back up in these episodes. Uh, all my favorite parts, uh, we got to stop from, I think we're maybe talking more longer about this than we thought we were no, going we're to. Right. We're good. Um, I, the special effect and how much better it's gotten with uh, bringing Luke Skywalker back. It's, I, I texted you immediately after I watched it and said, man, this is like leaps and bounds. The, the, the jump that they made from uh, season two finale of Mandalorian to episode four, five of Boba Fett when we see Luke again uh -huh. training Grogu is insane. And I know you reached out to me and said that, yeah, they there was a guy that had mastered this technology and Disney's and Star Wars, Lucasfilm went ahead and hired him because he was so good at what he was doing. And that's what they used to make Luke look better. It was, it was like night and day. I was just so happy to see Luke at the end of season two. I didn't give a shit how bad it looked but it did look bad it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't great uh this was occasionally you'd still see something weird with the mouth happening and luke's voice sounded a little more robotic but that's nitpicking it was like crazy we live in a world dude we live in a world where mark hamill 60 some odd year old probably almost 70 year old mark hamill is sitting on his couch watching his 30 year old self act in a tv show that he didn't even have to show up for. In the first one, they use his face and they 
de-aged him and, and it's his voice. This time it's not his body, his face, it's a, just a stunt double and they put the face over technology on him and they took his voice, his young voice from recordings and loop it and use it and process it. So he didn't do a damn thing for that. He was at home on his couch going, look, there I am. Look kids, that's what I looked like when I was young. That's young me in a TV show. We are almost to a place. Think about it, man. We could have any actor you love that's passed away. And now we get into, is this right or wrong? You know, we're going to talk to their kids and their families and their estates. But let's say eventually they're like, boy, it sure would be good to see John Wayne in a movie again. What a Western with John Wayne. We're almost to a place where that could be like, we're really close. Like, I think the technology still needs some more tweaking. But think about any, you know, like, oh, man, how good would it be to see Bruce Lee one more time kick some ass in a movie and not have it just be some actor pretending to be Bruce Lee? It could be Bruce Lee. They could take his voice from other movies and interviews, use his face, make his body. We're like there. That It's ins- it, it's blowing my mind, dude, like well, where we're at in the world. We're getting to that point where it's. Yeah. We can. But should we? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Mark Hamill's still alive, so he's here to okay it. And that's, I've seen a lot of interviews with people like, yes, we could do this, but what if they don't have family around anymore to approve this or to profit from this? Who's profiting? Who's giving them the okay? Like, like the Tupac hologram. Tupac's mom's still alive, right? He's got family. He's got kids. Easy hologram. Easy, we know was a busy man. He's got at least 12 kids I bet that I'm aware of. So he, these are all people that can profit and be okay with it and give the A-OK and the thumbs up. But yeah, we're, we're treading a fine line. But at the same time, there is a question mark there as to whether it's okay. But how incredible, dude. Like kind of mind-blowing like to think that we're in a world where, yeah, Sam Jackson, when they younged him up for Captain Marvel... They could have just had some other dude standing there and just made it look like a young Sam Jackson. Like, he didn't have to be there. Like, crazy to me, dude. Crazy. Like I said, it's not perfected yet. It's not quite there, but it's really, really, really close. And I I appreciated it a lot. I, I, I really enjoyed those scenes between Luke and Grogu, watching him train as a Jedi. I thought it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And just to, what a crazy technological marvel that we're in the middle of right now, man. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Because when you reached out and said, yeah, you, you hear they hired the guy that, you know, that was doing it. Because everybody was like, why don't they just use this technology? Like, they've got, I forget what they call it, the face swap. It's like dark. Yeah, dark something. where you can, you, you see it all the time. Like, people take Snoop Dogg's face and put it on a Sylvester Stallone movie. Like, put it on Sylvester Stallone and Rambo. So it looks like Snoop is Rambo. And it looks pretty crazy. Like, it, it almost looks legit. Like, Snoop is meant to be Rambo. People were like, why don't they just use that technology? There's a guy that can do Tom Cruise's voice really well. And they put the Tom Cruise face over him. It's called deep fake. Deep fake. Yeah. So a lot of people were like, why don't they just do deep fake? Well, this guy who perfected it, from what you t- I think you were the one who sent me the, the story, right? It was. They hired him to do it because he was so good at it. He was just doing it online. And they were like, hey, man, you're good at this. Come on board. I think that's a great story. How hey, awesome is that? Hey, not only you're good at this, let you're let, better than us. You're better than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with probably 
worst technology. Yeah. We have a unlimited checkbook. Yeah. Tell us what you need. Come on board. Yeah. What a great story. I thought that was awesome when you sent that to me. I, I was stoked to hear that because I was, I was super impressed and I'm really impressed to see where they take it. Like I, I'm super excited, man. So overall, I can't wait to see what they do with Grogu, what they do with uh, Mandalorian, because obviously we know that the, his boss, whatever her name is, I can't remember now, found out that he'd taken his mask off. Mm -hmm. So now he's got to go bathe in the seas of some caverns in order to re become a Mandalorian again. But he's still, she. what I thought was interesting is she let him keep the sword, though, because he earned it in battle. But he's no longer a Mandalorian, but he's got the sword that can save Mandalore. And I like the fact that he has to learn how to use that because he's fighting. The heavier the sword gets, the more you fight because you're fighting the sword. So I'm just so excited to see where they go with it. And I hope Boba Fett does show up in Mando. And I hope we get Grogu backstory. I'm, I'm stoked for it, man. I, I can't wait. When is, uh, do we have an official date for season three of Mandalorian yet? Or do you know? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, I'm excited for it regardless, man. There's so much. It's a good time to be alive. If you're a sci-fi fan, if you're a pop culture nerd like we are, uh, pop culture fanatic, pop culture critic, whatever you want to call it. Dude, between Marvel and Star Wars, I heard we're getting Star Trek 4. I mean, it's a great time to be alive. Music, movies, it's incredible, man. I know we're still in the Matrix, but there's some good shit happening in this Matrix right now, too, man. It says December 2022. Okay. So, so the end of, end of right. the year. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's good news. I don't know if this is an accurate... Um like an official image. Uh-huh. It says Mandalorian season three and it's Mando and, it, and behind him is, um, Ashok, Ashoka uh -huh. and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It, 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 what is the actress's name that plays Ahsoka? She's so awesome. I, I just, I can't say enough about her. I think we've sung oh, her. her real name. Yeah. Oh, um, we've sung her praises on this show many, many times. I just think she is so, uh, Give that girl her flowers, man, because she is in so much good quality programming and she's always good in it. She's such a huge part of things that I love and can't get enough of. And I cannot believe Rosario it. Dawson. Rosario Dawson. I mean, God, I'm good. from from her stuff, from her work in Daredevil to her work in uh, Luke Cage to her work in these in the Mando show to her work in. Uh, she shows up in uh, Zombieland 2. Like, you name it, man. She's just uh, clerks, too. Like, everything she's in, she's off the charts, man. She's always really good. I love her as an actress, and I love that that she's, she's, she's beautiful, she's cool, but she's one of us. She's a nerd, just like us. She loves comic books. She loves sci-fi. She'll be the first to tell you she waves her flag for it big time, man. And and I, and it shows in her work. She's really good at it. I can't wait to get more of the Ahsoka story as well, man. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, job well done on uh, Manda Bobaloria. What, what, what are we calling it? Manda Bobalorian. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we call I forget the... What did you say, Bob... You had a name for it. I can't... I said Boba Lorian. Yeah. Boba Delorean. That's right. Not Delorean. Oh, no. Just Boba Lorian. Yeah. Okay. DeLorean. That's then, a car. And Michael Jackson. Michael Michael J. Fox is coming in. That's a whole other sci-fi thing. We can bring. <laughs> what if, if Michael J. Fox and if Doc Brown and and Marty show up in the next season of Mando, my head may just explode and completely just fly off my shoulders at that we point. We have the technology. We do. We can do it. That's what I'm saying, man. It's insane. So Hit you anyway, with that deep fake. As job well done, Disney Plus and and Star Wars. I enjoyed it. It was fun, man. And I can't wait to see more.
Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You proposed a question to me the other night while I was on the elliptical. You gave me a I gave did. me a call. I was you're like, what's going on, man? I'm like, hey, Seth, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm just on the elliptical. I'm not dying. I'm not having a heart attack. I'm just trying for the. If love you were dying, I would hope you wouldn't go. What's up, buddy? Yeah. yeah. What's up, buddy? <laughs> if you're dying, don't answer the phone. Yeah. Um, but now you hit me up while I was on the elliptical and you proposed a question to me. I did. You said, uh, who do you think the most three of the most famous people are? I said, who do you think the top three mm -hmm. most recognizable mm -hmm. actors or athletes are uh -huh. in the world? Right. And and what would they do to what would and, they and have to do? And then my question was, yeah. what would they or would have to happen? Yeah. For them to fall off their pedestal. To get canceled, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, you, you posed that to me and I immediately started thinking and I started overthinking. Like I, I was like, okay, well, you, you know, you've got to factor in all right, how much money they make, how much appeal they have around the world, how successful there are, you know, how many units they move. And I was like, stop, stop, Bill, stop that. Don't do that. Just who, who is it? Just go, just think about it. So the first three that immediately popped in my mind, the first one was the rock. I just feel like that dude has an overall worldwide appeal. Everybody seems to love The Rock. I've never heard anything bad about The Rock, except for from Vin Diesel. But that guy's a douchebag. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Vin Diesel. I'm not a big fan, but other than his stuff with Groot. Um, but I so immediately I went, my mind went to The Rock. My mind went to LeBron James. And my mind went to Eminem. Those were the three that just popped. And then after that, I thought. Well, the president of the United States, pretty damn famous and well-known too. But I, I'm sticking with my three. That was my three. LeBron, The Rock, and, uh, and Eminem right now. Like three of the most recognizable people that just popped right into my brain at that moment without sitting down and like going like, okay, well, he sold this many records, but then he made a move. You know, like I didn't want to overthink it. Just who just, because if they come to my mind just like that immediately then that means they're at the forefront. And, and to me, they're they're recognizable. So I just went, all right, who? Just go. And I'm not even like, I'm not a LeBron fan, but LeBron popped into my brain because I feel like he's he's culturally relevant, right? He's, he's kids that are 15, 20 years younger than us. He's their Michael Jordan, basically. You know what I mean? Like, so, and people listen to him when he makes, he's got a movie production company. He does TV shows. He He's culturally relevant. He makes statements on Black Lives Matter and, and talks about politics and, and he'll share music. And when he shares a song, it blows and gets a lot of hits. So he's got a lot of pull. So, but I'm not a LeBron fan per se. I mean, he can ball, but I'm not a Lakers fan. I was never a Cleveland Cavs fan, not necessarily a big follower of his, but he popped into my mind and Eminem. I mean, you know, most streamed artist in the world, hip hop, Elvis, uh, billions of streams, most platinum, multi-platinum albums, makes movies, has a restaurant like just uh, when people think hip hop like if you're just a casual hip hop fan like or even if you're not a hip hop fan at all you I know old women who go I don't like rap but Eminem you know like it, it just so that's why and then like I said The Rock just just an all around seems like a, a great guy and just well loved by everybody pretty much so those are the three that came to my mind I'd be curious to hear who you who popped into your brain 
<clears throat> so I was having this conversation with a friend of mine, and uh-huh. we were just kind of it just kind of came up out of nowhere, and it, and it kind of led to a twenty minute conversation, which was really cool because I was really enjoying it uh-huh. because it was a lot of. Uh, of course, there's probably not a right answer. There's certainly wrong answers. Yeah. Um, but if you're at the top, it's it's probably not a right answer. Um, uh, I mean, there's not a wrong answer, but there's not sure. there's no definitely like whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so my my three are this, and I have one similar to you, and two that are different. Okay. All right. Um, for me, number one, probably most recognizable person in the world is The Rock. Yeah. And I feel like The Rock is just that guy that he's got such an electric and amazing personality and he just seems to be like the coolest dude. Motivational and is a word that comes to my mind he, when I think yeah, of The Rock. He's motivational. He's nice. He's also like, you know, he's also, uh, you know, proud of his culture, but then doesn't bring down other cultures. And he's just right. overall positive dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so he's number one. Um, and uh, uh, um, or he's one of mine. Um, my uh, my second one is Snoop Dogg. OK. And Snoop Dogg to me is the most uh, powerful, recognizable person in hip hop. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not close to me because he's more recognizable to more people because of how he has spread his brand. Right. He is, we've talked about him before. He does stuff with Martha Stewart. He does commercials. He still makes gangster rap. He mm-hmm. does everything. But he makes a gospel album and a cookbook. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. So, so, yeah. so he has done, like, to me, he's one of the most recognizable guys in the world very close to the rock yeah um and my third one was really hard because there's so much like after that i think it's a pretty big drop off to mm-hmm. um and, and like president i don't consider like like is not an athlete or entertainer. no no so. and that's the way i looked at it too i'm like, not uh, but just, and you know and it's four years and then nobody gives a shit about that guy once he's out right. like you know so so I, I thought about the third one and and I, I bounced back and forth between a couple people and I ended up on Michael Jordan yeah. because I think Michael Jordan as a brand still extremely relevant. Um, he he's relevant become he, because he's become a meme. He's yeah. relevant yeah. because he's Michael Jordan. I agree. So for a huge portion of uh, the population that is, I don't know, <clears throat> 35 and up. Yeah. He's still the guy, the goat. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I agree. And, and, and smart people who were raised by those people yeah. recognize him as well. Sure. Um, also, Jordan shoes, Jordan brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, he's just like, and, and like the third one was, like I said, was hard. Uh, I, I I could be sold, you know, if someone tried to talk me out of Jordan, but I, he's he's one of those guys that I said, it's probably not a wrong answer, but no, you know not. what I mean? Long after you and I are dead, he's dead. People, that Jumpman logo yeah. will be will live forever. Jordans will live forever. That's where, when I talked about LeBron, when LeBron's dead and gone, and I could be wrong, but will people be wearing bronze? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. But I don't think he's as emboldened. It's just when I thought about now, like relevant now, I was thinking of right now. But I'll have you know, you and I both nailed it with The Rock. Because after I thought of my three, I Googled most famous person in the world. And I found several lists. 
And The Rock was number one on all of them. Yeah. He was number one on all of them. And, and I, I and I think that my problem with LeBron, and, and I know that Jordan is not, like, not everybody likes everybody except for, sure. the, Rock, except for the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and Snoop's right there, too. Yeah. He's pretty damn close. But I think that part of the reason that LeBron isn't, like, he's uber famous. Yes. But he, I don't think he is as famous as he could be because I don't think he's generally well liked by everyone. No, I agree. Uh, There's a huge portion of people. Like, I think he's a, as an athlete, I think he's a bitch. I think he, I don't like him. I just, you know, he's, he's bounced around. He said, he'd said certain things and then he'd, you know, then did the exact opposite. Right. You know, he said that, you know, his heart is in Cleveland. He wants to do whatever he can for the small market team. Then he bounces to Miami. You know I mean? Like a lot of things, he's a flopper. He's a whiner. I just, right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things about LeBron. I don't like, and I know I'm not alone in that. Oh, I I agree. You know, I'm um, right there with you. And, and he's, he's a guy who likes to say things socially uh, you know, that, that are, uh, you know, to, to get people to back him on one side, but then like maybe the stuff's not really smart. So then he's miseducating people. He right. does that stuff yeah. a lot. Um, I guess when I thought of mine, I was not, I wasn't thinking of all time. I was thinking current. I think that's the route I took. I guess Eminem's probably the oldest guy on my list. I think he's older than the rock. It's close. Oh, the rock's gotta be older than Eminem. you think so. I know M's 50 for sure. I, I, I would almost guarantee M maybe 50 or 51, but the rocks probably 50. They may be the same age, but uh, I think as far as what the rocks doing right now with his TV show, the young rock, which I wish would come back. I love that show. Um, and still popping out, popping off movies. He's got the black Adam coming out. I think he's a little, just more relevant at the moment. Like if M drops the Marshall Mathers three and it's a banger, like he'll, he'll move up the ladder. So who'd, who'd you say was older? My guess was was M might be older. Um, the Rock is older. Oh yeah, what's the age? What's the gap? Um, because I figured M was fifty or fifty-one. That was my guess. Five months and twelve days. Oh shit. Okay. So no, five months and fifteen days. Okay, so what are they? Fifty-one. Forty-nine. They're both 49. Okay. All right. I thought M turned the big 5-0. I guess not yet. Okay. All right. So they're the same age. Okay. But yeah, I just, yeah, the, you, we already both said it. The, the Rock's just well-loved. There are people that hate Eminem's guts. Like there's rappers and hip-hop fans that are like, Eminem's overrated. He's trash. But still, the most streamed artist ever and, uh, you know, the biggest selling artist ever and just not, just not in How hip, do you think Jay-Z is? Jay-Z is 50, for sure. I know that. I'd say 51. 52. 52. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Still relevant, man. That's when you know you're doing something right, because hip-hop is a young man's sport, but they're trying to change that. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I I agree. I'm not, a, like I said, I'm not a LeBron fan. I, I, I In the bigger, grander scheme of things, I think Jordan is a stronger choice there. I was just kind of thinking at the moment but two of my guys are older but they're just still hot at the moment that's the thing like and then the follow-up caveat to that question was what would they have to do to be canceled or fall off their pedestal that's a great question because eminem has done two of the things that that almost guarantee can i mean he had the f word controversy where he offended a lot of gay people because he used I'm going to say it, not in a derogatory way, but fag. He used the term fag a lot, like, in his early music. Uh, and they came at him hard for that. 
And he combated that with uh, doing a performance with Elton John and giving Elton John a big hug and then throwing up the middle fingers to say, look, I love gay people. I have a gay friend. I performed with a gay guy. Elton John is actually Eminem's um, 12-step program, his uh, Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor. So they're really good friends. They talk on a regular basis. So that kind of shut that down. And like that's a really cancelable... They tried to go after Dave Chappelle for the... Dave Chappelle's another one. He'd be a good choice to hit this list. He's he's pretty powerful right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, they came at M for that. And M, they have what the famous racist tape from when he was like 15 or 16. And him and his buddies recorded a very racist rap where he talked about, I don't think he dropped the N-bomb, but he called black girls black bitches and how black bitches just want money and they're racist or they, they, they're just trying to use you. And it's a very derogatory racist song. Um and they dug those tapes up, tried to cancel him for that. And most people wrote it off to, oh, he was a kid. He was dating a black girl. They broke up. He was angry. He made this song. He's very sorry. But hey, who didn't do stuff when they were a kid that was stupid, right? Now, he drops an N-bomb now. He'll get, he's done. He drops the M-bomb, says anything racist, especially after kneeling and showing his support for Kaepernick. And he drew a line in the sand and said, if you love Trump, don't listen to my music. He did all that shit, like took a really strong stance. If uh, if he were to drop an N-bomb now or even the F-word now and insult the LGBTQ community, if he was to drop the Marshall Mathers LP3 and throw that F-word around like crazy and make a lot of gay comment, uh, uh, homosexual commentary... I think it could be a wrap for Eminem like now. If he if he can't if he went hard, he'd have to go hard on it. I mean hard. Like really dig in on it. Cause there's uh I forget what song. He he goes at Tyler the Creator. And he calls Tyler the Creator the F word and they bleep it. And Tyler the Creator is gay. But Tyler said something about his album they didn't like, so Tyler came back. But it goes whoop and they delete it. Cause whoever made the album went like M can't do that anymore like m was mad and m has since apologized to tyler and went like look i was mad you came at me i came at you in a song i shouldn't have said that it was wrong i apologize but they bleeped it even before it got released because they knew that that would have been a bad look for him so i'm thinking now those mistakes he made 15 20 years ago i don't think they fly the racism either towards the LGBTQ or the African-American community, especially with the guest in the house of hip hop stuff. I think he could be done for that. Like, I don't think it, I don't think he fares as well anymore. He got, he got away with it, but, and that goes for all the guys on my list. Any, any of them do that. Like LeBron, obviously it's not going to make racial slurs towards black people and neither would the rock because the rocks half African-American as well. Uh, But the LGBTQ stuff, that is a dangerous game to play with, man. They will come at you. I mean, they tried really, really hard to get Chappelle. And if you watch Chappelle's latest special, he's embracing that culture. He tells a story about a friend who's who's gay and committed suicide. And it's not, I didn't find it offensive or hurtful at all. Now, I'm not gay, but I didn't think, and they came at him hard to try to get him out of there. So I feel like any of those guys go too hard and cross the line towards that the lgbtq community it could be a wrap i i'll tell you this is there's certain things i think and this is the there are certain things that i think that could ruin the rock Uh uh-huh 
because he's squeaky clean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything negative about him. You know what him. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, anything with him. And look, he was an athlete. He was a football player. I'm sure he said things on the football field. Oh, 100%. That, you know, that, that are not appropriate. Yeah, at the University of Miami, hey, you think hey, he's a good boy? Listen, yeah. I, I promise you this. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you get offended by words, cover yeah. your ears. Yeah. Right? He called people N-words. He called people faggots. He called people bitches. Like, For sure. All of that stuff happened on the football field. I oh, 100%. guarantee you. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you. Okay? But... Now, this new rock, it probably happened in the wrestling community. Oh, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? As I'm much sure as those dudes do steroids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there was some roid rage going on in those locker rooms. Yes. Okay. I feel like he can be, he could really do some stuff that could cancel him. Sure. Right? <clears throat> I don't think outside of, I don't know if there's anything that Snoop Dogg could do that could get him canceled. Yeah. Because he has... He is who he is, and we love him because of that. Right. He is, look, he's probably murdered somebody, right? And it, got away with it. Yeah, or, he, he you went know, to trial for yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. very possible, Yeah. right? He, like, he, even now, like right now, like someone like asked him, like I saw on a radio show like a, a, a week or two, a month ago, they were like, hey, do you uh, resent, you know, any of the things that you said when you look back on your lyrics? Doo -doo? He's like, no, fuck those hoes. Yeah. You're like, they don't care. But then he's like, but, but that's, that's how, how I, I felt. felt that's then. who I was. That's who I was then. You know now, what I mean? So like, course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know what I mean? I feel he like. He doesn't follow up with that though. There could have been some trouble. He's there. He's yeah. now, he's not like, he's on a, he's not squeaky clean like the no. rock. No. Right. And we know Jordan's not squeaky clean. No, no. You know, but I mean, I, I, I and I feel like, I feel like if the, L, in this, and I think this happened with M. If the LGBTQ community community, uh, community tried to cancel Snoop, yeah, everyone else would rally up more around him. Sure. And I don't think that he gets canceled. Yeah. I think the LGBT community might get canceled more than that. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and if it came down to that, because like I think that he he's one of those guys that's just on a pedestal. Like, right, we have to protect this man. Yeah. We have to protect Snoop. Here's something that I think probably... Oh, go ahead. Now. Go ahead. Right? Hey, it comes out, hey, Snoop's been banging 13-year-olds. Right. We got a problem. You're done. Yeah. They, You're done. Any of them. No, any, any, anybody. Any, absolutely. Any right? of those guys, yeah. Right? Or, you know. A la R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. Hey, the, the Rock has been, you know, drugging bitches and sleeping with them. Yeah. <laughs> canceled. You know, you, yeah, you know, who, full Cosby, you know. Who would have thought they canceled Cosby? I mean, Cosby's done. You're not going to see him in a TV show. You're not going to hear about stand-up tours. He got out of jail on a technicality. There was a mistake and, made, and, and he and, got out on a technicality. And sometimes people are even able to come back from stuff. Not completely, right? But OJ's not demonized like he used to be. He's still around a little bit. He's still around a bit, yeah. Not a lot. No. I mean, TikTok and stuff, you know, he's got his own account. Yeah, so. he writes books, and I, he you'll never see him commentate no. a football game. He's or, not going to be in Naked Gun 6. Yeah, or, or coaching or doing anything of that nature. He's pretty much... I mean, when you got to go stick people up to get your sports memorabilia back or your money for your memorabilia, like you got to do arm robbery, like, yeah, I mean, pretty much. And he and he was found innocent, but even then, that pretty much can't uh, mur the mur that murder canceled him. So that shows he wasn't as he wasn't in that tier like Snoop or like The Rock or like right. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, drugging anything, drugging and uh, anything that has to do with pedophilia or rape, if it's proven. 
I think you're in trouble because a lot of people. Even will, if it's not proven, I think that you're, you do take a hit. It, it took a hit. Yeah, I'd say even Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson uh, was found innocent uh, on one of the charges of pedophilia with young boys. But one, he settled out of court. So there was always that, well, if you were innocent, why did you settle out of court? And I saw an interview with Michael's lawyer. And he said, yeah, they, his first lawyer suggested that he settle out of court. Had it been me, I would have never done that because, you know, you get a black eye in the court of public opinion by doing that. And But Michael still toured, sold records, had concerts, you know, was able to show his face in places because settling out of court, he just was like, he went in interviews and said, look, I just didn't want to get drugged through the court. I didn't want the details coming out. I didn't want these kids to have to go through this. I just wanted to be over, so I paid it off. Then when the second one came up, he went, all right, enough's enough. These people are full of shit, and they were proven to be full of shit. It was thrown out. He was found not guilty after spending millions of dollars with lawyers and court fees, though. So, I mean, yeah, but there was still, there was a lingering doubt to a lot of people. And he never was able, now, when you make an album like Thriller, you're never going to make another Thriller anyway. But he was never able to quite get back his self-respect or, or or get back to that peak ever again after that. But there was so much other stuff, so much other weird stuff with weird wigs and his hair and his facelifts and the bleaching of his skin. Like, Michael did everything he could to fall off, like, to himself like, right. and still stayed one of the biggest stars in the world. But had he been found guilty... It's over. I, I don't care if, how many thrillers you made. Like, I mean, look, it took people a while to come around to R. Kelly. We all knew R. Kelly at one time was married to Aaliyah. And somehow that slid for a while. Like, he was just making such great records and so huge at the time that when that came out, we all just kind of went, oh, that's there's got to be something more to that. And we all kind of just went on about our business listening to R. Kelly records. Well, there was a point where some stuff was forged to make it look like she was 18 not 16 right so yeah, i remember that while documents while yeah 30 plus whatever year old you know r kelly dating an 18 yeah. marrying an 18 year old girl is really socially like that's a real big stretch yeah it happens yeah but especially when you're rich yeah yeah but a stretch you know what i mean like yes. the whole age difference thing is a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, because sometimes it works, sometimes whatever, sometimes like, nope. Yeah. But like that was a stretch. And then when the truth came out that she was really 16 or 15 when they started dating, like, you know right. what I mean? Like then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. a problem. So yeah. And it, and it, and, and it, and it was multiple rumors. Same thing with Cosby. People said that Cosby was doing that shit for years. It was floating around and floating around. And I don't know why it, took so long except that they were just so beloved and so popular here at the beginning or wherever they when they were in the middle of their height the highest heights and doing it and killing it and making the money and having the hit songs and that it takes them to slip and slide down that mountain a little bit before people will actually buy it and believe it well, well there's a time yeah where you become untouchable yeah you know what i mean yeah and then when they when people feel like they're untouchable they do what they want yeah Okay, but sooner or later, that chicken comes home to roost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it was like 70 women for Bill Cosby. They, they, ended up man, when, when, it, when, yeah. it, when it leaked, all of a sudden, like, 
Man, they were popping up, dude, like whack-a-moles, man. Yeah, <laughs> they were was, coming out like so much, man. It was disgusting to think. And the fact that he's on the streets, I mean, he's old. He's not going to live much longer, but there's no excuse. That's not an excuse to let the man out of jail. I don't know what the technicality was, but I know that he got out on a technicality. It wasn't like, oh, never mind. All 70 women are liars. You're free to go. Sorry, Bill. There was some kind of the lawyers didn't dot the I or cross the T or some paperwork was filed improperly. It was something like that. I don't know the full story, so I wouldn't want to dive in on it. But I know it was a technicality. So those are our top three guys or people that we think are most recognizable yes. right now. Yeah. Actors or athletes. What do you guys think? Do you think of you agree with us? Do you agree with Bill? Do you agree with me? Do you think of somebody else that we missed? Totally possible. I bet we get a lot of comments about Joe Rogan because he's in the middle of this right now. Yeah. I bet a lot of people bring let's, that up. Let's see what the people say. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode too. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, uh, I just uh, rattled something in my brain. Uh-huh. Before we get out of here, do you mind if I uh, throw a little love at somebody? No, please. All right, ready? Yes. Leslie William Nielsen was a Canadian American actor and comedian. With a career spanning 60 years, he appeared in more than 100 films and 150 television programs, portraying more than 220 characters. Nielsen was born in Regina, Saskatchewan. After high school, he enlisted in the Royal Canadian Air Force in 1943 and served until the end of World War II. Upon his discharge, Nielsen worked as a, as a disc jockey before receiving a, receiving a scholarship to study theater at, the na- theater at the Neighborhood Playhouse. He made his acting debut in 1950, appearing in 46 live television programs a year. Nielsen made his film debut in 1956 with supporting roles in several dramas and Western and romance films produced between the 50s and 70s. Although his notable performance in in the films Forbidden Planet and Poseidon Adventure gave him standing as a serious actor, Nielsen later gained uh, enduring recognition for his deadpan comedy roles in the 80s. After being cast for Zucker Abrams and Zucker in the film Airplane, in his comedy roles, Nielsen specialized in portraying characters obvious to and complicit in their absurd surroundings. Nielsen's performance in Airplane marked his turning point, which made him the Olivier of spoofs, according to r- film critic Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. and leading to further success in the genre with the Naked Gun film series. So Based on the earlier short-lived television series Police Squad, in which Nielsen also starred, Nielsen received a variety of awards as it was inducted into California. Er, was inducted into Canada's Wall of Walk of Fame and the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nice. So I just want to. His know, middle name? Uh, William. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the fellow William, I mm. like it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I just, you know, I brought up Naked Gun right there because yeah, yeah. we we're talking about OJ, yeah. and uh, and I, and it made me Google. I was like, man, is Leslie Nielsen still alive? He passed no, away in 2010. Yeah, he's not. Um, but uh, if if you are not familiar with the Naked Gun movies. Uh, go watch them. They're That's freaking so hilarious. Funny. And Airplane 1 If you haven't seen well. Airplane, Airplane yeah. 1 is one of the most classic comedy films of yeah. all time. Uh, and if you if you really want to get into it, go watch p- some episodes of Police Squad. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hilarious, absolutely. man. Which is just the precursor um, to the Naked Gun films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just want to throw a little love out there for yeah. Leslie Nielsen. He was uh, the man. He's a stud, man. He You look at him to... He he looks like a like a stereotypical newscaster to be honest. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, he had that vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. the The first police academy is one of the funniest. When he goes undercover as the umpire at the baseball game, 
Naked the, Gun. In the first Naked Gun. Not Police Academy. Oh, excuse me. Yo, my bad. Yeah, when he goes... Also, under, next week, we'll be talking about Police Academy. Yeah, Hilarious Steve Gutenberg. No, um, but yeah, man, when he goes undercover as the umpire to try to find who's going to murder the queen, and uh, that first pitch comes down the pipe, and everything goes quiet, and they're looking at him, and he just goes, Strike? With a question mark, and everybody goes, yay! And he's like, oh, and then he starts getting into it, and he's all excited, and he's like, strike, strike! He's... Some of the funniest moments in a movie, I still laugh to this day. All three of them are hilarious, but that first one, oh my God, man. It, I just, it keeps me in stitches constantly, to this day. Surely you can't be serious. I am, and don't call me Shirley. That's right, man. It's classic right there. Airplane. Hey, hey and there's, there's so many quotables from Airplane. Oh, it just goes on and on. Absolutely. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak jive. Yes, Mrs. Cleaver. Yeah. Yeah, so so classic, man. You could just quote and quote that the quotes from those movies are, are just amazing. Hey, so let us know what you felt about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, or the Boba, Boba DeLorean. Yes. Uh, not the Boba DeLorean. Yes, no. Boba Lorian. Yes. Boba Lorian. Uh, let us know what you thought about that. Uh, I'm sure all you nasty is going to hit me up with about a laundry list of things that I forgot to talk about or uh, that I messed up. And that's what I love about him. In the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. The expert. And, yeah. He's an expert for a reason. That's right. Right? That's right. You should call us on our bullshit. Yeah, call me out, bro. Yeah. Call me out. That's right. Um, Listen, he's going to call me out and I'm going to be like, look, look, oh, you nasty. Oh, you nasty. You know what I mean? That's what he's going to tell me. And he's going to call me out, and then I'm going to tell him this. Oh, fuck Jay-Z. Nope, wrong button. <laughs> but I will tell him that, too. I thought it was like I was better two weeks ago. Uh, the wrong button. We took that break hurt sometimes, man. You yeah. take one week off, yeah, man. I think it's rough. COVID Canyon took yes. me up. So. Damn, we're back in the Matrix. Hey, hey, you went to COVID Canyon. All of a sudden, my mic was falling apart last yes. episode. Shit was falling down. I had to redo everything. One man. week off, and shit just went to hell went to in hell. a handbasket. That's right. That's right. If I go to hell, man, I want to go first class, man. I'm That's not going right. to go in a handbasket. No, man. yeah. It sounds cramped. Yeah, it does. All right, man. Uh, yeah, so Mandalorian <laughs> slash Boba Fett, pause. and then also let us know what you think about your uh, most recognizable people in the world. Yes. I uh, would love to hear it, and uh, if you have a favorite Leslie Nielsen moment, I'd love to hear We'd love to hear that, too. Absolutely, 100%. So, uh, Genius, yeah, legend. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, to watch Airplane tonight. Yeah, why yeah. not, dude? Yeah, why not, dude? All right, Bill, get us the heck up out of here. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Adios, muchachos. Peace.